0: Speaking of catching our attention, we have to welcome an actor extraordinaire from this great series on sci-fi that you can check out called Surreal Estate. I love the play on words, Surreal Estate. It's a brilliant title and a brilliant series. We welcome Adam Corson. What's happening? Hey, hey. Thanks for joining us on Below the Belt Show here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be here, guys. This is great. Are you up? In, are you up in Canada currently?
1: i'm not i'm down in la I'm down
0: you're in, in LA. la okay so you're here at pacific time all right yeah, uh, yeah Artie yeah. hall uh, mr la and uh, myself and chachi mcfly representing the east coast um uh, but um good to have you adam and uh i gotta say man i checked out episode one the pilot and i checked out a little bit of episode five which is kind of uh kind of like your showcase episode i guess i was told yes. um so uh first of all i think it's a really cool show man and uh um, what a cool premise, man. You know, you know, you, you got to sell a house. It's haunted, but you're not going to get market value price unless you exercise the demons out of it. Right. I mean, you got to have, so it's a, a mix, I guess, of Ghostbusters, Property Brothers. <laughs> how, how would you best describe uh, Surreal? No, man, you're doing a great job of
1: describing it. That's, that's pretty much how it is. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a show that, um, blends, you know, I keep saying it's heart, humor, and hell, you know, because because it's, it is it is at the core of the story, it's this um, real estate group that specializes in selling the homes that people run away from, literally, legitimately, um, right. because it's these, these homes that are haunted, that have some sort of malevolent being, paranormal activity going on, yes. and we come in there and essentially exercise the demons, um and we get asking price or above
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think it's a brilliant premise i really really do And in the first uh, episode we get introduced to your character who is father phil orley um a former priest uh that has fallen i guess due to being gay yeah yeah so yeah pretty much shunned by the catholic church because of that and and um from there, the logical thing is to become a paranormal real estate uh, <laughs> expert, I guess, right? I mean, isn't that, isn't
1: that for most people? I mean, I feel <laughs> like that's, that's where you want to go to, you
2: right? Know? I'm
1: pretty, pretty money sure money I worth saw worth that in
2: the Dan Brown book or something when they talk about priests. So it makes sense. Yeah, it's just what right, you do.
1: Right. Exactly. We got the Exorcist. You know, we you know there there are a lot of lot of uh, places that we can draw from. No, yeah. it, you know, the guy Father Phil is, is is an interesting character because he grew up um in the Catholic Church and he grew up wanting to uh, fight demons, literal demons. Not necessarily the ones that are metaphorical, the ones that are inside all of us. I don't know. Screw that. Right. He wants to go after, you know, the you know, the horned, you know, big tailed demons that are out there. So <laughs> when he got shunned from the church, um, for who he was, who he is, uh, it's funny that he ended up in this in this um, real estate group doing exactly what he wanted to do which was fight the demons
0: awesome and of course a great team of paranormal real estate people including um some schitt's creek veterans and myself and Artie, we're big uh schitt's creek fans and just to see um tim rosen uh, who was mud on schitt's creek and sarah levy Mm-hmm. Um, who was Twyla from Schitt's Creek, um, in very different roles from their Shit's Creek counterparts, and it was it was really cool to see them in those roles. Uh, how did how was your experience working with the Shit Creek alums?
1: <laughs> well, they're phenomenal people, and I'm not just saying yeah. that. I actually knew Sarah before we did this show, so this was a really fun reunion for us to to come together and and work on this together. But Tim and Sarah are one of the classiest uh generous kindest people um that are out there and and they really um were able to set that tone on set especially because we shot this during covid right we shot this last fall so this was this was at a time that you know all the precautions were in place i mean they still are today but uh Weiss pictures who who are a production company they, they did such a phenomenal job at keeping us all safe but in right. this time Good. it's like As you, well have, you have some jerks that you're working with but it was we got real fortunate we had the complete opposite and, and like i said that was led by tim and sarah who were just you know some of the best people that like coming to set every day you know we, we were such a fun group we want to collaborate we want to try different things you know it was it was a, a healthy environment to, to play off of.
0: wow and you shot in newfoundland and labrador that's right Yeah, how was that experience? As far East Coast as you can get. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's like, you jump off the coast of Newfoundland, you're coming up in Ireland.
0: Wow. (laughs) Holy smokes. And tell us a little bit about the production in in that area. Of course, um, Canada just just budding with so much production in general. Vancouver a lot, and of course Toronto. And now, of course, now you're mentioning... uh, you know, Newfoundland, which is yeah. wild as well, so.
1: Montreal too, Montreal's got a great, has got a great production um, yeah. community there. I actually shot a show in Halifax, which is in Nova Scotia a few years back. And there's just something really special about the the maritime crews. They're just, they're so tight, and they work together all the time. They mm-hmm. just get it on a different level. That just makes um, our jobs that much easier. Um, and it was my first time in Newfoundland. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised that, one, I mean, it's just gorgeous. I mean, yeah. you knock out your door, you're, you're in some sort of magical land. How um, cool. And, uh, and the crews were incredible, honestly. We, we were really, again, fortunate with them and dealing with everything. Um, Newfoundland is also, it's, 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 it's this interesting place where, you know, a lot of immigrants came from the UK and Ireland way, way back in the day. And their language is very interesting. They've got this really cool tradition where uh we couldn't experience it because we we had finished production right before Christmas. But one of their right. one of their traditions at Christmas time is to go around to people's homes, break in, and steal their booze. And it's like a celebrated thing. That's just wow. what they do. It's like if you got picked to be to like get your booze stolen. I don't know. You get like you just feel respected or something. I mean, <laughs> you should be happy
0: someone's breaking into your home. As
1: exactly. To exactly. <laughs> That's a cool.
0: But that I mean, cool I mean it
1: goes to it goes to that to that culture there. Everyone's super kind and um and, and welcoming there. So, uh, yeah, and a great place for for this show. I mean, the homes themselves are such characters that uh, you know you really need a, a landscape and place to emphasize that. Um, of
0: course, it has to have something that looks supernatural, and you can have yeah. those elements, right?
1: Oh, completely. The house yeah. that I was in, I swear, was haunted. Oh, wow. <laughs> It was just like a like hundred-year-old home, um, Victorian home, and I'm telling you, I walked in there. Because also, when we got there, we had to be in quarantine, right? We were in quarantine for 14 days. Right. When I walked in there, it was like that scene in Beetlejuice where, you know, they... They die. Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin die, and then they come mm-hmm. back home, and they can't leave. That's what it was.
0: <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> it was just uh,
1: bizarre. bizarre.
0: Now, Ad, if you could tell us a little bit about the the, the journey uh, as far as getting cast in in Surreal um, Estate, how how did that go for you?
1: Uh, that was I was in L. A. and um, we uh, again during during COVID times just. Just crazy time. Uh, Jason Knight was the casting director. Sent over um, the material um, and uh, looked it over. Put myself on tape. um, Sent it back. And uh, honestly, the rest was history. Because of COVID, they couldn't do like traditional screen tests or chemistry reads or anything like that. Right. Um, They basically, you know, whatever your tape was, you know, it either worked or it didn't. And, And thankfully, George Olsen was the creator of the show. He gave me such great material to work off of. Um, basically, this like four page monologue on uh, right. basically who my character was. So it was really easy to look at the character breakdown, look at the material and and um, really put together a, a, who Father Phil Orly
0: is. Nice. And once uh cast is Father Phil, is there any like research on priests or, or uh, maybe studied any priests or anything? Or you kind of just took your own um, will with the character? No, I mean there was definitely.
1: Look, with every character that you play, there there are definitely things that you sort of you're drawn to that that um, that you see in yourself, um, right? You see in others that you know, but um, so there were things in, in in Father Phil that I actually saw personally, sort of my own um, belief system, my own sort of struggle with religion and all that and faith. Um, I was able to draw from, but I didn't grow up Catholic, right? So um, <laughs> there are certain things in the show. Um, we haven't even got to yet in the season. I performed a, a specific ritual um, that I uh, I looked up and 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 did some research on that in that way. But uh, um, yeah, I, I this one uh, more so than than others. I had to I had to sort of um, do a little bit of backstory and draw in, and draw in some some things that I didn't know about with Catholicism
0: and whatnot. Right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was raised Catholic, so I I know how strict some of their uh their guidelines can be as far as the yeah. church goes. Yeah. we're
1: doing a second season. We can tag team. You can come in and do some yeah, stuff. Please.
0: Yeah, please. Do you have any day player roles available? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, myself and art are actors. Look at it, look yeah. at
2: Al always on the hunt. I,
0: <laughs> I yeah. never I never did that. I never do that usually, Adam. Until an actor jokes or, or, or offers it. But <laughs> yes, I have hey, a bill.
2: Don't <laughs> don't buy it, Adam. This uh, is this is this well, We is could
1: build Father Phil's posse. You know, we could fill it. There owl. you it's go. That, that's
2: actually a pitch. Is Father Phil suddenly got a bunch of other guys from the seminary? Yes. to come out and be like, hey, man, you know what? We got the boot, too. What yeah. Got?
1: Exactly. <laughs> we the Absolutely. One, it's writing
2: itself, really.
1: It's in the writer's
0: room already. Season two. It's <laughs> in the man. Happening That's now. Cool. But I got to tell you, the effects, the special effects are, are on point, man. In the first episode, you had some kind of wolf creature. I don't know if it was a ghost or not, but uh, that was a really good CG for that. And then uh, in episode five... You had this creepy black-eyed humanoid-type figure that had black goo or black blood seeping from its veins, um, choking you. Um, so <laughs> Let's talk about that scene uh, in episode five. Uh, with uh, uh, in that scene in particular, with that creature.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a fun scene to shoot, um, especially doing with um, Mo, who plays August. Um, we had a blast shooting that scene. And Melanie Scrafano was, was our director, um, who, you know, is Winona Earp. And so we, that was probably the one of the most physical scenes um, I had to do that season, um, especially because I was also doing my own stunts, right? So the part oh, you where I my on my back. Yes, I you,
0: saw that, yeah.
1: That's not a stunt, man. So it was, it was, um, it was intense, but it was a blast. I mean, again, like you talk about like going like to when we were kids, using your imagination and, you know, in these, in this world, um, you couldn't ask for anything more with this scene. Um, it it had everything, you know, uh, but definitely the most physical and and definitely one of the most fun for sure.
2: Wow. That's going behind the scenes on that. So was the decision for you to do your own stunts? Was that a production based thing? Was that a you thing or was it, yeah. Like what was, what was the reasoning behind there?
1: That was a me thing. That was a okay. that was definitely a me thing.
2: Um, you can respect a, that. what's the that? I said, I can respect that.
1: Yeah. I just, you know what, when you can have the opportunity, when they trust you to do it and we had great stunt coordinators on the show, like working with you, <clears throat> it's always better than swapping out and having someone else come in, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so anytime I have, I have the opportunity to do so, I will jump in and do it. And there are other things that happen. that like we've barely scratched the surface in this season.
0: Oh like, wow! There's
1: so much more stuff to come. Um, more scares. More like just crazy stuff. Um, I want to swear so bad. Are we allowed to swear on the show? You can.
0: You can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, there's some, yeah. there's some
1: crazy <laughs> shit happening in this season. <laughs> 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 fucking shit! Like it's just wait. Well, um, you, you so got a new fan songs. in
0: me, Adam. You got a new fan in me. I I, I love them. <laughs> I love the episodes I saw. So, uh, and I'm a Shit's Creek fan, so I'm already invested. You know. <laughs>
1: so really, I
0: get it. Sure. It's kind of like the the Supernatural Shit's Creek uh, sequel, you know, <laughs> in, a, in an alternate timeline. So all all the Shit's Creek's viewers come watch watch the real estate on Sci-Fi. <laughs> or if you're in Canada, watch it in the ca- ca- Canadian. Uh, Sci-fi.
1: TV sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, it's GTV different. Sci-fi. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. That is awesome. So so uh upcoming episodes, of what 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 kind of craziness can we expect uh, for the rest of the season without revealing too much? Uh, definitely
1: uh, more scares, like stuff that I even knew was coming up, because you know I've seen it all. Um, the oh, stuff that's goodness. that's that I knew was coming, I still jumped out of my seat. So there are more scares, there are more stunts more demons um but like i said you haven't seen anything yet and and what you think you know it's all going to change there's some cliffhangers Ooh. that are going to leave you um questioning um stuff so um a lot of a lot of fun to be had um i i really feel like yeah the season just gets better and better with every episode
0: i love it so let's pivot now to another um series and then of course in the supernatural vein yeah um, it's a horror film called the stairs yeah, um, which had a, a release in theaters on August twelfth, and now has a digital uh, release on August twenty seventh. So uh, coming up, guys, you can check it out. And you actually won Best Actor at the International Horror Hotel Film Festival. So congratulations I, on that! I didn't have to pay anyone for it either. It just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: the best kind of award to get, damn it! Yes. <laughs> right? Are you limited really to, to sell your body or your soul? That's great. Are you
0: alluding bit. to Adam that major award shows might have studios pay somebody up?
2: <laughs> I, I think he's alluding to the fact that most award shows are nothing but but give gimmies. So the kudos for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw the trailer art. What do you think of the trailer art?
2: I thought it looked pretty dope. I'm a horror fan, and. I mean, oh, I it, it's said, a you know, surreal man, image to see a stairway fun. in the woods, so I'm sold. I mean, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? I want to know. I'll watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, look, it, looked, it looks really good. It looks And I love that the trailer didn't really – it told you enough, but it didn't tell you shit. Yeah. You know, the, the trailer said crazy things happen, and there's no way of knowing where it's going to go. And I appreciate that without spoon feeding me the, the, the notion of what the, the hook or the cell is. So. Well,
1: it's funny because uh, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. It's uh, it's funny now how we'll watch something on Netflix and we'll see the trailer and then it's like, well, we've already seen the whole thing. Why are we, we going to watch the movie now? Right. Um, also, what I love about this film is that even uh, when you're watching the film, they have left things unanswered, which I think mm. is always. Thing to do um, because it one leaves it up to audience interpretation, but also leaves room for sequels and prequels and whatever you want to do with it. Um, it definitely doesn't spoon feed, spoon feed the audience at all. We're smart as audiences; we don't need to know every single thing and why right. it's happening.
0: You yep. know. It takes out the, the surprise factor, the WTF factor, shock factor. I mean, you know, there's so many things they have to be very careful for when uh, uh, giving someone uh, a little taste in a trailer, so to speak. So. Uh, but you're joined by some great veteran actors like Kathleen Quinlan and John Snyder um, from Dukes of Hazard fame. And um, yeah. So what was it like working with with, with some of the, the cast in, in this particular horror film? So
1: uh john and i the day i arrived was the day john left so we actually never and our scenes weren't together anyway um ah. kathleen and i had did we did a movie years ago together um so it was great seeing her and she's just wonderful and amazing and, and i've always been a huge fan of kathleen so um yeah. so that's that was cool um but the majority of the film um i did with with you know the other you know friends of mine um that go into the woods um and again it, it, i feel i feel quite blessed because I've, I've been able to work with some really great people and this was another project where we just bonded really quickly i mean you sort of have to we're in the wood literal woods yeah. you know, there's no right. no backlot set like we're in seattle washington washington state woods oh uh, uh,
0: that's where you're shooting gotcha
1: yeah so so there were some long nights we did a lot of night shoots um mm-hmm. so we had we had a great great group. Brent Bailey, Josh Crotty, um, uh Stacy and Tyra were amazing. Um, and and Josh and I mean we we would have antics, man. Like offset and and you know videos. I gotta release these on on Instagram or Twitter or something because we just got into some shit. It was. Fun. <laughs> it. What, what, what can you tell us about Nick? So character. Nick is is. Um, you know, he's an underdog. He, he's, he comes on this hike, um, with his brother, uh, who's played by Brent Bailey. And, um, he's the, he's the guy that just wants to get along. You know, he wants to be a part of the group, uh, whatever he's got to do. He comes ill prepared for this hike. He he packs like four pairs of jeans and eight cans of chili and a, uh, freaking (laughs) cast iron skillet. It's like, this guy's not prepared for this hike. Um, and he goes through, um, a really fun arc in the film i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say too much because i don't want to give away anything away but but he goes through a transformation in this film um, which as an actor was really um, amazing to play it was really you know you're sort of you feel fortunate when you're given these these you know layered characters where you have something to do with versus right. just a superficial uh, a superficial one and, and and this whole script um, does go into that again it's like with this one, it's not just the scares, it's not just the horror. And for me, I'm a huge horror fan. Uh, you know, like I grew up watching Alfred Hitchcock and okay. Rosemary's Baby, and you know, I, I'm I'm oh, a classic. So when you go to just the scares and the cheese factor of horror, there's a time and place for it, but it's not something that I'm going to necessarily invest in. Um, this this film has
0: has some layers to it, has some part to it, which is which is nice. You care, for the audience. You know, hopefully. Yes, and of course, August twenty seventh, it will be available for video on demand to uh, pretty much all the. Yeah, platforms. I believe so. I
1: think it's 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 going to come back into theaters for a little bit and then go, okay, to, good. go to streaming video on demand. But the fact that we were able to play across the U.S. was amazing. You know.
0: Yeah, get to the theater, man. If you, if it's at your local theater, go see the stairs. I mean, it, it's it's. Looks pretty creepy and wild and fun, man, at the same time. So definitely a film to check out. And also reading here, Adam, um, Super Pups. You do some voiceover work as Jack the <laughs> Donkey. <Yeah. laughs> You're pulling it all out. Yeah, I got. Okay. Hey, I got You also prompt. did some
1: porn. I see you did a porn uh, movie. <laughs> we have to talk about the porn after the. <laughs>
2: puppy you show. gotta have the IMDb Pro subscription to find that <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: Jack the Donkey, yeah.
1: Jack superpower. the Donkey. Um, yeah, that was a fun one. I actually, I actually voiced that um, when I was in Newfoundland. Um, uh, the the team was in L. A. And then I did some more stuff when I came back to to L. A. Um, but that was one that that was a surprise. Came out. And I actually, I can't wait for that to come out. I don't know when. Yeah. Um, but um, I've always wanted to 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 play a character um, and to be Jack the Donkey. Is, uh, is is amazing now again I, I have never done porn but you know uh, <laughs> it would be a great porn name um <laughs> jack the donkey
2: maybe That's good. But, uh
1: in all seriousness yeah it, it, it yeah it was uh, it's a good one it's it's uh, it's gonna be a fun a fun show
0: I love it. I love it. Of course. Uh, wow. And then you did a recent episode of Lucifer as well that we can catch out uh, from last season, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So th- I know that uh, series is is about to have their final season so that you're, yeah, you're a part of some really good television projects, Twilight Zone, Teachers, Imposters, Longmire, with the exception of Surreal Estate, what, what was been your what was your highlight television uh, experience?
1: Oh, uh, there have been some really some really uh, great projects. Um, uh, I loved playing Harry DeCosta in in the comedy Seed. That was a blast and, and cool. a huge highlight. But again, I've been fortunate to to work with a lot of great people like. Um, I did a, an episode of a, a show called Sign Seal Delivered, which is on Hallmark. Oh, and I nice. was able to work with Carol Burnett. And for oh, me wow. I, oh, nice. To, to, you know, I grew up watching Carol Burnett. So to be able to work with her was phenomenal. Um, you know, I was able to work with Carrie M. Moss, you know, um Matrix, you know, like I was able to work with some really, really cool people. So I've been very grateful for for, for Opportunities that i've had so far um but it's only just the beginning you know
0: <laughs> only just the beginning yes yeah. so are there any dream yeah. projects left dream genres directors actors you like to work with anything in specific that you want to add to your already impressive um yeah
1: movie? i would hey i would love to, put me in a marvel movie i'm, I'm yes
0: i think something it's something a goal
1: action. give me something action like for me if i could be like um if they, if they were remaking something... Not remaking, but if they were making a film like Die Hard, give me John McClane, because I will... I mean, nice. I would love something like that. You all know, right. but like... You could be Bruce, son. Spielberg's or Scorsese yeah. or, you know, yeah. Al Pacino, De Niro. Like, for me, again, I grew up... Godfather trilogy is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, nice. So, uh, that would be incredible. Awesome. But you know, I'm going to do this until I'm dead, so yes Uh, i've got a lot a lot lot more time
0: awesome well adam this is incredible man we really appreciate you talking to us here on btb below the belt show and before we end tonight's interview if you could do a little promo let us know who you are throw out a plug for surreal estate and uh, the stairs let us know you're on below the belt and whatever you want at the end
1: great hey everyone i'm adam corson on below the belt check out surreal estate Friday nights, 10 p.m. on Sci-Fi, and check out uh, my new film, *The Stairs*, uh, which will be coming to some sort of streaming site, VOD, uh, August 27. Love below the belt. Thank you. Yes.
0: That was awesome. Cool. Chachi, if you could uh, take the honors of taking our snapshots. Sure, sure. Awesome. All right, on the um, count of three. One, two, three. All right, Correct. awesome. Adam, <laughs> That's you're awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you.
1: I hey, thank you, guys.
0: Thanks so it's much to the P- PR machine as well. Rachel, Mike, Grace, they're all amazing.
1: Love PR machine. Love them all. All
0: right. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Bye. Okay,